Welcome to Status Quo. We're now on episode five. So, wow, we're in episode five. Very, very, very excited. And today we're going to be discussing 2019, the review. To introduce myself, my name is Sinesipo, and I'm joined by two gorgeous ladies. Ladies, introduce yourselves. Okay, hi, I am Ntlaganipo, or Ntlax, as my friends and family call me. Hi, guys, I am Gugu. Do I need to say anything else? <laughs> no need. Like, I think, yeah. It's, 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 I, I love the fact Gugu is rejoining us. She is one of the OG members of the Status Quo, the original. She was with us for episode one. I'm so grateful to have her back. And Lux is a newbie. I'm excited. <laughs> so have you had a chance to listen to the podcast? I listened to one, but I can't remember what the topic was. Gugu sent me the link. So I have listened to one. I remember responding to her often, telling her that it was really inspiring. I enjoyed it, but I've got a very bad memory. I can't even remember what the topic was. <laughs> I, think, I think it has to be, the, I think it was the mental health one or the career one. I think it was the mental health one. I think so. Yeah. I think I, I shared that, that one a lot. Yeah. I thought it was amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, a lot of people seem to have liked the mental health one. I got yeah. so many messages from people yeah. just talking about how because the, the panel was professional ladies and how most people don't think about mental health affecting mm. someone who on the outside appears to be okay. Yeah. yeah. I think they We're they all crazy. Broke, yeah. <laughs> We're all crazy inside. Yeah. I think they broke a lot of perceptions that people have that it's certain people that go through that. They were also relatable. I think some of us haven't gotten to a point where it's become a... A medical issue but you we, we can see traits of sure i was almost there or i was there something pulled me back mm-hmm. so they were quite relatable you guys because you were there too ah. <laughs> were quite relatable the thing with the podcast uh, especially status quo is that i'm creating a culture a safe space for women to engage mm-hmm. and that sort of being my purpose is that about cultivating safe spaces for us to be ourselves, to share what goes on in our hearts and also to build the movement of black girl magic, but also black girls who are normal, that people can actually see how their success unravels Mm -hmm. in their journey. So getting back to the topic of 2019, the review, (laughs) how has been 2019 been for you, Gugu? 2019, wow. I think it was a self-reflection year. Um, A lot of things, I think 2019 wasn't about me. So I'm planning 2020 to be about me. So it was a whole lot of reflection coming to a realization that, you know what? I need to take back my own space because I'm just doing, doing, doing and getting things done and not really doing anything for me and I think to be sustainable in whatever I'm doing and be happy I need to find my happy place as well mm. so it's beautiful mm. me yes oh <laughs> 2019's been wild <laughs> it's been the busiest year I've had it's been the most intense year in every single way um 2019 is when I actually realized I can go through anxiety and depression So I never, you know, I'd hear people talk about those topics, you know, and tweet about them, even post on Facebook, like people will post on Facebook that they're going through a depression. I'm like, oh, shame, you know, Bagiti, who can help them? Oh, 2019, I saw saw it and felt it for myself. Um, But at the same time, it was also the most, I had the most self-growth in 2019. Um, It was sort of forced because um, of my studies. So I'm doing an MBA at Gibbs and basically the program is not what I expected at all. It's, it's all about, it's all about you as a person. You just, they break it down to rebuild you as a new person and it's intense. Mm. So yeah, it's been, it's been lit, um, but it's been beautiful as well. I'm much more clear on who I am, what I want to be. I'm also more um, deliberate and intentional about the things I do and um yeah, and who I want to see myself growing into even further. Mm. So 2019, I echo like, as the, 2019 has been labor for me. Yeah. Like it's been <laughs> labor. Yeah. Like when I tell people, DBZ, it's yeah. a yeah. real, dude, like yeah. it's a real yeah. DBZ. Yeah. Like I honestly feel that this year, um, 
I made the conscious choice this time last year that I'm going to create the life I want. Yes. Mm. And I'm no longer going to be a passenger in my own life because I developed jealousy for the very first time last year. Mm. And I'm not someone who's, I didn't think I was capable of yeah. being jealous. Yeah. I, I never we thought. All, uh, I was like, I never I was like, do you know more? Nah. Like, and, that, yeah. like, and I could feel myself say, like, because I, I, I would look at someone, do something and be like, why not me? Mm-hmm. Why not me? What? Like, and then, and then also, because if you know that my, even though I work in a very serious profession, financial services, mm-hmm. in all my adult life, I've never actually explored my other passions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My whole adult life, I've always been defined by, I work um, I mean, I'm in advisory, I'm a CA, I've got to do these big deals, but I never focus on developing the other parts of mm. who I am and mm. following my interests. Yeah. So 2019, I'm, I started the podcast, of course, mm. <laughs> which is very, and the content of the podcast, I wanted to not, to not be about work. Okay. That's why it's themed. It's yeah. themed across my personality. Mm. And then I started a mentorship <laughs> with my kids, I started like a, a group for helping young CAs craft their careers. Mm. And then I, I still stayed on radio, but I I made the conscious decision to like create the life I want. And I absolutely love do. that. That's what I'm about. Mm. Yeah, because yeah. the thing is that like I, I, I think I had a reflection, I had an inflection at 30 in terms of I'm not where I want to be. Mm. Mm. There are so many things. There are things in my life that I'm not happy with. Mm. And I need to start slowly changing them. Yeah. And I was prepared to do the work. I, I too was underestimated the work. Mm. Like this year. <laughs> yeah. I don't think people know. I cried a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I'm in my feelings. I'm, yeah. like, I'm in my feelings. feelings. <laughs> <laughs> it was just hard. Yeah. I was like, uh, I, I, I had feelings of sheer overwhelming yeah and yeah it was with all those things that's one of the things and that and that's also why i wanted to break the barriers of mental health and and i'm glad you actually mentioned mentioned most people don't know how it looks like dude i had no idea i thought i did but what i knew was sadness and i had lost um i lost my mom at a young age and google when i was in high school and I felt sad when my mom passed away. I didn't feel depression. This year, I actually knew what depression was. Or anxiety. More anxiety than anything like else. Like cr- a crippling feeling. Like you can't even move. I felt that. So, yeah. It taught me. It taught me, um, you know, what people really actually go through. And it also made me grateful that I don't have to experience that as often as other people do. But also that you can make it through it. Mm. So, yeah. Because yeah, I also suffer from anxiety. The mm. the crippling one. I didn't know I could the suffer crippling. from anxiety. Then, like, you literally, you can't move from your bed. Dude, you, you can't I was move. On the you floor. actually were on the floor. You can't I was move. on the floor. My body went numb. Like, you can't and move. And it had a tingling feeling I'd never felt in my life before. Yeah. You know? And then the, the panic attacks with anxiety, yeah. the panic attacks. That's why you can't move. Most people think a panic attack, you jump up. No, you you are crippled. Oh, I didn't know. Hey. You're crippled. So how do you you, you, you process. You process. <laughs> and you let yourself, you've got no control. control. You have no control. You've got to go. The only way is through. Yeah. There's no way out. The only way is through. Yeah. Like it's just the, that's the most depressing part. It's yeah. true. Yeah. You, there's no way out. And I had an assignment due, and, and I think that's where my anxiety came from as well, due in three hours. And mm. I was, I felt like I couldn't do it. Like mentally, my mind was just not functioning. And mm. then I found myself in that space. And though I found out that I wasn't the only one going through that, like literally everyone I was speaking to in class, we were all experiencing something similar. Um, one of the a guy, one of the guys was saying that his parents had visited him and they were having dinner at the dinner table and he just found himself bursting into tears for he had no idea why. But the trigger was he started crying like a baby, like a grown man, married and everything, you know, just started crying. He's like, that's when he realized he's like he's going through something. Mm. Even, but I think it's probably more anxiety than depression. Yeah, because yeah, of the, the pressure. Yeah, because yeah. the thing is that you find what I found is that I have triggers Mm -hmm. and I started and once you through you start picking up what are my triggers Mm -hmm. what are my what I call is uh, ways that I believe the truth Mm -hmm. and crowd out the lie Mm -hmm. 
Because that's what stops you, the crowding out of the lie. Mm -hmm. Because your brain believes this thing that you can't process and yeah. then you, you you have to you have to fundamentally find your truth yeah. remember the truth and it's a systematic process that you have mm. to take yourself, yourself through through, yeah. through yeah. and most of the time it, it can happen anywhere mm. yeah yeah anyway oh, never again i don't want that feeling feeling yours what do you think would stop you from getting to that feeling have you thought about it Actually, because you're saying it just overcame you. Yeah, so have you ever thought <laughs> it could just come back? And the thing is, um, so we have a mentor uh, that that mentors the class and yeah, a life yeah. coach, and now I understand why. Yeah. Um, and she said next year. She literally looked at me with like those concerned eyes, and she said next year is gonna be worse. Meaning, um, 2020, the 2020 mm. academic year, which we've started already. She said it's gonna be worse, and she looked at me with that like. Are you aware of yeah. what you're about to go through? So you're right. I actually mm. need to give it some more thought and and prepare for it. Yeah, because yeah. I think I having preparation and I have uh, I've developed a support system. Mm. Like uh, I go back to messages. Sometimes Google sends me when she tells me that I'm a star. Like she's like, yeah. I actually go. I literally have to go. <laughs> no, you do. Those things, things become really meaningful. They become so. You yeah. really need them. You'd be surprised. I don't think you. When I say you don't understand the impact of, yeah. I go through them, mm. affirm, and then yeah, go through the steps. Go through the steps, and yeah. I've started getting better at recognizing what my triggers are, what mm. are my triggers are, and managing them better. I don't think. Um, when I was younger, I didn't understand why I couldn't be able to express why something made me sad or made mm. me upset. But now I take the time to, I'm like, I'm sad because what is exactly? So for me, sometimes it's work. I feel overwhelmed that I'm not capable. Mm. So that goes down to that feeling. And if I don't feel that I'm capable or I have the ability to execute something, mm. that pressure Mm. Yeah. gets too much and I found that I have to ask for help mm. I have to plan I yeah. have to yeah. I have to move my way out of that situation because I used to let it overwhelm me yeah. yes. and get the assignment wrong and have my boss be mad at me instead of taking True. it earlier and you know and it's one of the things I'm working with my kids I was like what is the worst that can happen yeah. and mm. actually not allowing the external, my bit of anxiety to completely. So you'd find that I'm, and you're, when the anxiety hits, you can't do a simple thing like brush your teeth. Yeah. Like the, the most simplest tasks yeah. you, you're suddenly unable to do because it, it's heretic. Oh my gosh. God. So I would suggest Yo, get a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> no, get it from them on campus, but we never use them. It's, you know, there's the people that we often think it's people that are going through the bigger the bigger stresses that affect maybe their families as opposed to like, I'm um, just me. I have to go through my assignments. That's all. <laughs> but it's, yeah, I need to. I also need, I need, I need to get the, I need to get assistance. Need the help. Yeah. yeah. That's a big thing. Yeah. Asking for yeah. help. I even mm. tweeted today, like my biggest 2019 lesson was, this was the first time this year that when I was, something affected me, I mm. actually spoke about it i mm. used to handle that's true like i also i'm, I'm not used to um telling people that i i would have never said i had i went through anxiety yeah because you're strong i'm you're sitting strong. here and i'm you're like, like, like <laughs> i'm sorry because <laughs> like, you, you just, use my number at like time <laughs> you completely like i blanked out and i suppose you just focus on what you need to get to which is what's actually getting you to that to that point yeah. it's breaking it down yeah, yeah and also like not being fearful that people will judge you like I think that was my biggest problem that I I've always felt that I'm the strong person yes mm. and I you need to be strong for everyone else yeah be strong yeah. for everyone else I, yeah. I, I, I try my best to be strong for everyone else and the past two years have shown me that I actually need help I've learned that yeah. this year definitely I need yeah. help I need a support system and I just I need help and and it's a very very big and you can still be strong for everyone else yes. but you also need <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. like I think people forget that it's 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 one of those things that I've actually reflected on and I've become more conscious about if something's affecting me to actually talk about it mm. yeah. to talk about it because I think it helps the bottling in of everything it used to I mm. think I was I was carrying too much yeah. yeah I needed 
you need people to lighten the load. Oh yeah. You know what I've learned? Um, because maybe people don't know your guys' backgrounds, what you've achieved. Mm-hmm. I think, and I've observed it in myself as well, and my staff, people don't take time to acknowledge the achievements. Mm-hmm. It's it's like you say it, but you don't actually comprehend. Even if it means you write it down, you say it to yourself. Because you run this podcast, I can count the stuff you've achieved. Mm-hmm. You run Inspired by Love. The stuff you're doing to change other people's lives, you have no idea. Like when I say 2019, I came to a realization that I need to take care of me. Mm-hmm. It's from the platforms I've shared with you guys. So mm-hmm. it's... um. That whole thing of pause, stop, just pause, Mm. think, this is what I've done, this is what I need to do, because it's a lot. We are in this doing stage. Yeah, we are. I'm doing coaching, and when we looked at the split between doing, thinking, and being, that doing part is a lot. And if you carry on doing, that's when you become overwhelmed. So if we get to a point where you stop and reflect, I'm glad you do the podcast because they force you to stop and reflect. I mean, yeah. even the sessions we have at Inspired by Love, it, it forces you to stop and reflect. I mean, I've had, I can count maybe three sessions with my mm. boy, but what Ooh. I've gained out of it, it's like, yeah. But even it's, though, it's priceless. just tell you, we, we want to go to this, do mm. more of this hectic, yes. you know, mental, mental struggles yeah. coming our way. Like you don't get to the top without going through this shit. This so, hell, sorry. So, <laughs> like, so, <laughs> so, funny part, I was reading. So I read an interview about Putty Manyamela Dabenga. Oh my gosh, love her. Love her. Do you know that she said she had a mental breakdown? Yes, I remember. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And she was like, like, she was like, it's foreign for someone to believe that yeah. I've achieved so much and, yeah. yeah. And like, and like, the she thing She even is, had a, a stroke. Yeah, she had she a, str- had a stroke. stroke. And yeah. I was like, you're literally, you're in physical health. No, she is. Oh, Mabule. I don't know if you saw on Instagram yesterday. Mabule is the um, chief operations officer uh, from, at uh, Discovery Bank. Yeah. yeah. And she tweeted, I uh, put a post up on Instagram yesterday that she's like, she's finished. She is kaput. Like there's no more to give. Um, mm. And she said she's had so many engagements and events this year. So many people that she's mentoring, including us, mm. that come to her with their burdens. And we like... We offload our burdens on her and she's carrying this weight and she literally just posted she's done. And I'm supposed to have a, a session with her on Tuesday. So I literally was just like, we can't. Mm. We can't because we can't have you breaking down. Yes. Mm. Yeah, because you know? one, one of the things I've picked up also with my kids, I was telling Gugu, I've, I've capped the number of kids I can mentor. Mm. Not because there isn't a demand, but because there's always, always a demand. A demand. Yeah. But the issue is that for me to also function, because they also offload on me. Because mm-hmm. like one of my kids uh, recently went through an abortion and it was, mm-hmm. it, it was very, very intense. Mm-hmm. And, you know, being, because I have to be present for them. And they, when yeah. they unpack on you, Oh yeah, you have to take it on. You have to, you have Especially to take if you it. want to be empathetic. And, yes, you, know, you, you, you take it on. You, we take a lot of it in. So I internalize a lot of the individual struggles. Yeah. So it literally used to, it piles on me and also like it, and I, I get what she actually means. That's why I've kept mm. it. I decided to cap it for my own sanity. Mm. You've got to cap it because mm. there's only, I'm only one person and it for me, it's a lot to deal with because I, I still think that I want to be able to be of use for them. Yeah. So I don't want to stop, but I also, I get with the whole way she was like, Yo, it's a lot because it's a lot, a lot. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, a lot. Yeah. it's a lot, it's a lot, it's a lot. So getting back to 2019, what do you, are you most proud of this year? Could be work, could be life, love, et cetera, all the above. I think for me, um, just making it through this year. So actually, we had a reflection session with uh, Inspired by Love um, Network in Durban last year. And so we looked back at 2018 and then we talk about what our goals are for the following year. So my 2019 goal was literally just make it through my schedule. That was my only goal. So that went pretty well. That went fine. I made it through my schedule. I passed the first year, which is a qualification on its own. Um, So... Yeah, I'm happy. And my 
my life continued. So a lot of people, when they get into um, an MBA, like life just stops. They literally call it even the divorce course. You divorce everyone. You divorce your life. There's spouses that have, are going through divorces. There are pe- parents whose children are telling them they don't know who they are anymore, etc. So and your friends, I've had friends complain that they haven't seen me. And these are things they tell us at the beginning of the year and you don't really like realize um what it actually looks like mm-hmm. the expe- when, to experience it. But I have to say mine hasn't, it hasn't been that bad from a, like a social life point of view, but also the work that I do at Inspired by Life has continued. It's actually grown. So I'm just glad I've been able to, to continue living my life and living my purpose despite being an MBA student, which is also really important to me. Can you tell us about Inspired by Love? You guys are name dropping. <laughs> <laughs> So Inspired by Love um, is basically, it's a it's an organization that I started with one of my friends, Gladys. Um, it started out as something similar like this. started out as a content, we call it business, but we weren't making any money. <laughs> it's still not really making money. Um, but we just don't want to register it as an NGO or an NPO because there is an opportunity to commercialize uh, without taking away the essence of what Inspired by Love is. So we we started Inspired by Love as a blog and as a a YouTube channel, a vlog, to basically share inspirational messages um, with our friends and our peers because we constantly, when Gladys and I were talking before we founded it um, about how people will ask us, how do you get to travel? It was mostly around travel. How do you get to travel so much? How do you get to, you know, why when I, why are you in Bali? How come I can't be in Bali? And we'd be like, okay, so people aren't really living their best lives, it seems, and they're not being deliberate and intentional about how they live their lives. Because it's not like we earn way more than anyone else. We just know that at that time, travel is something that we really are passionate about. So we decided to start um, creating content that just talks about living your best life and becoming your best self. Um, And then it grew from there to um, a network and a mentorship program. And we we got Mapule this, well, last year, actually, we started in Durban, with the network of ladies and we were mentored by um, Bume Langa, who's a, a well-known businesswoman in, in Durban and also, um, a, I would say, a family member, Gugus and I, we've known her forever. Um, yeah, and she was mentoring us. And then this year we started the mentorship in, in Joburg because Gugu kept asking and a whole lot of yeah. other ladies kept asking, but Gugu was the most dominant. <laughs> so we said, okay, let's find a mentor in Joburg. And yeah, so it's just carried on from there. So we've we've been engaging with other potential mentors and we've got quite a um, a few good ones um, lined up for the coming year. And then now we've also started creating tools, like we're creating a planner, which we're going to launch um, either late, later this month or early Jan um, and also a tool on the on our website to actually help people plan their goals um, and the tasks that they need to perform to achieve their goals. So it's all about literally helping women that are just like us become their best selves and live their best lives. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. it. I love it. I love it. I love it too. It's so cool. Like I've been... <laughs> saying to Snessy for you guys need to do a podcast together like she actually, it just she marries so yeah. well <laughs> no, that's, when you keep talking yeah. about the, I'm like oh, this is yeah it's the same thing you know it's this is actually a, the same thing no, it's, 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 it's what I'm passionate about is like I believe that for us to win we have to win together yeah mm. and I'm a big believer in the power of community yeah like there's um, I was re- re- I was listening to Jay Shetty's uh, podcast mm-hmm. on how to be excellent, and he names three things. He says you need a coach, mm-hmm. you need to be consistent, and you need a community. Mm-hmm. And I was that for me echoed mm-hmm. like that light bulb hit, and he was like, "You need help. Mm-hmm. You need to keep pushing through. So you've got to be consistent, and you need to have a community that supports you. You need a support yes. structure." And that's and especially as black women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, that's mm-hmm. become it's become like my, my philosophy. Yeah. So, Gugu, what's been up? Twenty nineteen. Sheesh. I think twenty nineteen is where I stopped and started being deliberate deliberate about what I want. I think when you grow up, your path is always set. This what this is what must happen, and as much as C suite 
is mm. is in the pipeline i got to a point where i was like it's not for me i don't think it's worth it because mm. i because i report to them and i felt like it's just too many sacrifices but i think after the mentorship with makule i have a great boss she's not easy she's tough but she's very empowering and she's got a bit of a balance i don't think i've seen anyone with a balance yeah that made me see actually it's possible yeah. you can do it it's it's not hard but you can do it so i've sort of shifted my goals to say actually i want it so Yay. how do i work <laughs> how do no, i work do towards this. it yeah. and i think by god's grace my boss now just gave me her coach so i'm doing executive coaching which is like amazing i appreciate it i i am so excited i'm so excited and then i'm planning to write mapule um a letter i think she needs it after that tweet just to know the impact she's had um also if you notice i'm not on social media i my i still got my profiles but i hardly ever post and it's just a reflection of where i am because i love taking pictures but mm. i think i'm just at a point where I'm, where i'm like i haven't been taking care of myself yeah i don't want to share with the world and have the world ask questions or judge because generally as a person i couldn't be bothered what you think mm-hmm. i know what i think of myself and what i put out is what i put out so i'm sure by next year i'll get there where i'm back to who i am mm. <laughs> doesn't matter what the world says mm. this is who i am and then i'll share my life again <laughs> Ah, so yeah, like I think yeah, when I think about 2019, I think what I'm most 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 proud of is how much I've grown mm. and it's been it's been growth that people notice. Mm. Like they've noticed that you've I've completely changed how I speak to people, how awesome. I which I think mm. I have become more empathetic mm. and also just be more caring and i think that's become that's been i think my babies have helped with that mm. and i've also become more um more deliberate as well and yeah it's been it's been a journey it's been busy i'm not think i'll be as busy next year yeah. i can like no i don't <laughs> like you know when you just you like i'm not even pretending to work i'm pretending to work like you know when you just like you've yes. done you're mm-hmm. so exhausted yeah. exhausted and i was actually going to touch on i actually know people who've gone through divorces and splits yeah. during mm-hmm. that gives mba program oh, yeah, no, it's real. <laughs> like that gives me this popular i did it hey i think it was a month after we started this guy comes and says his wife says he must choose whether he's staying on their bay or he's prioritizing their family i was like this stuff is real Uh, you know when you hear people saying and like mm. yeah whatever peace I wasn't bangat divorce because of school and that actually really happened I can believe so. it because even without studies I think yeah. work is so intense yeah then the little time you have now you have yeah. to dedicate it to something else yeah. uh, so I can understand that it only took a month for Dude, that oh. lady to say you know what <laughs> I've been putting up with this mm. and now you're just adding on to it mm. It's, also I think people don't also communicate their expectations in terms yes. of they communicate their expectations when it comes to a program and people say they will understand but mm. when you take away if you think about it even if you work from a normal regular programming you're gone for MBAs you guys have got uh, schedules you're mm. gone for lectures during the weekend from mm. and that's you leaving at 8 yeah. you're coming home at 8 p.m. yeah you doing that Saturday and Sunday cuz um you you coming home and now your person actually hasn't seen you the whole week and they can mm. you don't have any time to dedicate to them but then also most people don't seem to understand it's short term that's how I look at it you got to say this thing is only for a short yeah. short period of time yeah. and then it will eventually settle in but the issue is that people get used to not having you around Oh, that's sad. That's yeah. actually yeah. what happens. They start. Oh no, that's you, so that, sad. That's what causes the divorce because sure. suddenly I'm. And, yeah. they, and they get lonely. Like, and they get lonely. Yeah. They're like, you're not here on Saturdays during the week. It's out of the But question. But you know what? Uh, also, what happens is people at 
school because you spend so much time together and start dating each other. Yeah, I know the and incest. Married people date each other at school. So Yeah, the incest. Um, we call it the incestuals. Sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but that's because yeah. it's the it's the situation they find themselves in. So on both sides yeah. there's something happening. I think sign touch it's spot on what you've said. It's that people don't communicate the expectations. Like yeah. if you're my partner and you say you want to do this, the first thing that my whole body and gut says is I support you. I don't really immerse myself into understanding what it means because as soon as I let you do this, Mm. because it's two years of intenseness Mm. where I don't really see you, it means I must find other outlets where you are my outlet. And if we haven't spoken about that in terms of how we're going to make it work, it will definitely show through in the cracks. Mm. Um, Because now if I'm tired... You're not there to cover. It mm. means I must find a way to make it happen while you're not there because you can't quit in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> it's a two years that I must just deal with this thing. Yeah. And if you say what's happening is happening at school, I could stick out this two years and you come out a different person. No, but they will. They, you which have is, no option. Which you is so hectic. So clearly it needs counselling. So, <laughs> so it needs a lot more counselling than it currently So like, like I said, it's communication. I think a lot in all relationships, and I think we touched on this in Relationships 411, a lot of the time people are not mind readers. And yeah. I think with the people in your life, you need to communicate where you are. Yeah. If you're unable to be present for something, you need to communicate yeah. the why. Mm. Because you could be without you communicating the why okay so I happen I'm better prepared because I've had colleagues Mm. and friends do the Gibbs MBA Mm. program it's it's one of the (laughs) the, one of the more popular it's either Gibbs or Vits yeah Mm. Yeah. so I know what it looks like I know I've Mm. seen it I can just imagine for someone who's not seen it, doesn't expect it. Oh, yeah. They yeah. are in a completely different... Ooh, I will, can you imagine? Like, you can't be... You're just going to school. That's what it is. Yeah, that's the stuff Yeah. So please. Why you gotta be so hectic you, you about know? it? It's <laughs> just studying. No, so like it was, a, it was. It literally is quite. It, it's quite. It's quite. It's quite the fact that they don't communicate. And I love how Google said. You support without actually asking, what is this going to mean? <laughs> but the For person us, themselves doesn't know until they're in it. And when they're in it, they're too busy to come and communicate <laughs> what's going on and they're going through anxiety. No, mm. so it's actually quite funny because we put it this way. I've worked for two small companies now and each of the directors have gotten a divorce mm. during the growth phase of the company. Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's typical, though. Yes, the growth phase. Now we're stable. Now we're stable. It's fine. Mm. But one of them explained to me that, no, it was just expectation gap. Yeah. There was an expectation gap and there wasn't a thorough understanding of what it actually means. Mm-hmm. So when someone says, it's actually quite funny, when someone says, we, that's why I said we touched on it in the previous episode, was when someone says, I'm going to support you mm-hmm. when you're going to be doing this. <laughs> They should not be actually saying, I'm going to support you. They need to contextualize yes. the support. The support. <laughs> it sounds evil when you say it out loud. But no, it's it, the truth. It's, mm-hmm. But it's Practical. the truth in terms of contextualizing. What does support look like? What would, When I mean support mm-hmm. and when someone else means support, it means two different things. Mm-hmm. So I recently learned... Um, I I've begun running marathons now, and I ask myself, what is the <laughs> what is the definition? Someone actually, what asked, was the reason? Besides <laughs> the reason, like I got asked, like what is support? And I was like, for me, support was when someone went with me to a race and was there at the end, was there mm. to drop me off, and was there to pick me up. Mm. That was support. I have dated many people, and none of them thought that was necessary. Mm-hmm. Even though they said I support you, mm-hmm. but I also never vocalized, and I also never vocalized. Yeah, actually, mm-hmm. what I would like is for you to wake me up in the morning to remind me that I have to go run, remind me to stick to my program. For yeah. me, support is helping me complete my task. It's not. It's not just saying I support you. Support for me is an action word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and that's what. So, with when you think about it in the context of studies, what someone says. I'm going, I want support. But the person studying says, I need you to understand that I will not be able to handle anything. anything. Like nothing. Nothing. Yeah. 
and I need you to be okay with it without resenting me. Mm. That's what they actually yeah. mean. Mm. Definitely. But most people never heard the resentment part. They Ooh. can't. Yes. Like, yeah. yeah, I think a lot of people are not self-aware. Mm. So it's when you're self-aware, you realize what can affect you, how can it affect you, yes. then you can plan for it. If you're going to go to school and be like, I'm strong, I'm loyal, I'll yeah. never get tempted. As long as you're human, you yeah. can suffer from any of those things. If you're self-aware, you'll be alert when it starts coming at you yeah. to say, Woof, this situation is not what I came here for. Yeah. So for me, a lot of people need to be self-aware and but now we're saying people like black people, black men need to be self-aware. Oh, it's weird. I mean, any, any individual, guys. That's I mean, a lot. Of it. it is. No, it is. I'll, spe- I'll speak about my husband. Yeah. Like, I don't think my husband is immune to what the world has to bring at him. I think because he's self-aware, he makes an effort to not put himself in situations that will compromise him. I can only keep praying for him that it never gets to a point where he has to make tough decisions. But as long as he's self-aware, it will be easier for him to fulfill his promises and the things he needs to do and vice versa. I'll do the same. It's not like you're immune to what's happening around you, but as long as you're self-aware and you know why you're doing certain things and where you want to go and what this means if that happens. I agree. it, it, It will get you to a place where a lot of things won't just be, I don't know how it happened. It actually just happened. So, it doesn't just happen. So I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll break it down to you. So I'm, there's one of my guy friends and we used to be very tight, very, mm. very mm. tight. But our friendship was not kosher. And mm. it only, it took me, I was aware of it a mm. lot quicker than he was aware of it. But he like, he, it's like the thing is that you enjoy the attention. Mm. You enjoy being around that person. Mm. So you don't want to do anything to rock the boat. But also, getting back to Ntlax's point, I don't think men note when things can get too far. Mm. And this is not um, an act happening. But the minute you feel that you you possibly need to lie to your current partner, that's yeah. that's the sign number one. That is even before anything physical is mm. happening. You're aware. And I think sometimes people just... They don't pick up their triggers. Because mm. it's a lot. It it's is. psychological work. Yep. So it's not an easy thing. Even for mm. as women, it's not an easy thing. So mm. yeah, I think it's it's a lot to ask, but it you know, people need to try. Yeah. Yeah. So what I what I've done even like when I when I've been in relationships and I've seen certain things, like I could see this has a potential. I've just moved myself out of the situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just moved myself out of the situation. Even yeah. if it even if it costs me um yeah. Yeah. but I was like, no, I can see where this is going and yeah. if I allow for it to continue, it's going to hurt what I'm trying to build. Yeah. Ooh, I think we need I think, another session. I think, for yes. This. <laughs> no, I think so like, too. Honestly, I feel like no, so one of the things Because I've got a lot to say about it. <laughs> no, like, it's, it's weird. So one of because the things I do promise with twenty twenty, we are going to record more regularly. Yeah. Going oh regularly. Because I think it's like, yeah, there's a lot to unpack. So getting back to the review of the year, getting back to the review of the year, I think I've been seeing this thing on Twitter of the decade challenge. (laughs) (laughs) And easy. I'm not cute in any of them. I was like, thank you, Mali. Thank you. You see Bonang's one. I was like, I even saw that. I was like, girl. Bonang's one. I was like, yeah, exactly, guys. No, we're not posting those pictures because then people are going to be speculating. I haven't had surgery. No, but you know. Mali. Mali. No, like, it's actually quite funny because, like, when I was looking at the pictures, I was like, wow. I was like, wow, bad camera quality. There's so much wrong with that. (laughs) Those 10 year pictures. I was like, that was before Lightroom. It's in my life. Before Aramid. Before Aramid. Like, before, like, before contour, before eyebrows on fleek. You know, there's so highlights. Highlights are. Like, there was so many. No, it was actually quite interesting. So, in 2009, we were in varsity, mm. and I was like, 
I, I was like getting ready, finishing honors. This time uh, we were studying for board. And, and then I think our biggest thing was like, we're going to be leaving PE and yeah. we're going to just conquer the world. <laughs> So how are you on your tenure, like your vision, if you were to speak to your 21, 22 year old self, like, where did you think you would be <laughs> now that you're here? We are here, but where In did you Joburg. think? Yeah. Where did I think I'd be? Um, I definitely, definitely didn't think I'd be in Joburg. I was the most, the biggest Joburg critic. I thought Joburg is just too ugly. The people are too fake. Like I'm never going there. My mom had tried to live here before and she um, she also just felt like it wasn't for her. So definitely, I didn't think I would be here. I thought I would have been um, still in Durban, probably, I had no idea, probably like living similarly to my, what my boss at the, at the, at the time, um, how she was living her life, I'd probably be still working for her, but in a more senior position. That's Knox Lutuli, for Durban people, you might know her. Um, or living like Umpumela Anga. Like the, those were the people that I set my sights on. So they lived in Durban, they were doing decently or pretty well in their careers. Um, one was working in corporate and um, senior position at a bank. The other one had her own business and now was working for her um, with children. Just the typical, you know, by 25, I would have been married with two kids and a nice house in La Lucia or something like that. Just living a simple life, going to church, you know, just being a good citizen of South Africa, looking good, dressing well. That's, I've had those dreams. They seem simple, yeah. I say I saw myself and yeah, I'm not there. I'm not anywhere there. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm happy. <laughs> good, good. So, they lie to us when they say we must do the CA journey. Yeah. They say you'll have lots of money. Yeah. We have money, but it's not a lot. <laughs> it's a lot compared to other people. It definitely right? is. It definitely is. <laughs> but I'm just saying, yeah. when I rich. felt like it'll be trust fund <laughs> level when they when they sell it to you. But I guess you need to dream big mm. to get to where you need to get to. I must say, if I reflect, I've gotten almost everything I want. Mm -hmm. um, oh. Maybe I thought I'd be a chief executive officer by now. <laughs> but if I think about it realistically in my journey, where I am is okay. I'm actually ready for that next step. I don't think, I think if I got here sooner, it would probably mean there's a hardship I would have had to endure to ready me faster. Mm -hmm. So, and I don't know what, how that would have broken me. So I'm fine mm -hmm. <laughs> with being where I am. I am married. I have two kids. And <laughs> a nice house. The second kid, I think she absorbed everything out of me. Yeah. She's amazing. Her. She's so cute. But I think for me, it was two years where I just lost her. I was looking at Facebook pictures. I'm like, was I this size? <laughs> was this my life? Yeah. <laughs> my priorities sort of shifted. Yeah. But I think going into 2020 where I'm saying I'm just going to take care of me, I feel like I've done enough for them yeah. to be okay, to carry I on. Love so that, yeah. I'm ready to take care of myself, take care of my husband, mm. live a happy life, mm. do this career thing somehow. Mm. Because it's so hard to juggle because I'm a workaholic. Mm. Mm. My husband literally has to snap me out of it. You work at home I don't get well. sick. <laughs> When I get sick, it's like, no, guys, what is going yeah. on? I probably get sick once a year. <laughs> no, Because I just absorb myself into it. I think it was a week or two weeks ago. I just got so overwhelmed. Yeah. I cried and I just called my friend. I'm like, this is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and she work. calmed me down. Yes, I had to close yeah. my door. Yeah. <laughs> no, so, so and just let it out. Yeah. And then I was fine. Uh, because we're just in this. Yeah. So uh, if there's anything that I've taken out of 2019 is to pause more. I pause when I start my day, reflect on it, declare what needs to happen in that day. And half the time it happens. Then when it gets too much, I go for a walk mm. or sit outside and just 
absorb a minute. Mm. <laughs> so if if there's anything you learn from me, you must just do that. Yeah. So wow. So in 2009, <laughs> well, I also thought that I was going to be married with 2.2 kids. Yeah. <laughs> what a joke, yeah, my what dad. A joke, my dad. <laughs> Legit believed uh, I was going to be married with two kids. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I think that's what also made twenty five. T- the I, the <laughs> you know, I think that's what actually made me jealous. Like yeah. I started having envy. Yeah, marriage envy. Yeah, I was like I was like everyone's finding their person. Where's yeah. my person? Where can he locate me? But you broke up with your people. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what, that's what I accept about myself. Yeah. I could have, but I broke up with them because I every time it's like, no, I want better. You chose that's you. It, though. I want uh, that's better. A, that's I want also better. the thing is that you have to remind yourself of that decision mm. and why it is the best decision. Because one of the things I've also learned was that my requirements for a relationship have completely changed. Mm completely changed the way I'm about the the little things about kindness about empathy I used to say I just want someone who's driven ambitious dated people who are very driven very ambitious but cold Mm. I require warmth loving space that was like and then also realizing that I needed to vocalize my needs Mm. So one of the things that caused me to have like a mini episode is that I was watching on Instagram my one of my exes uh, doing something for his girlfriend. And I was like, you never did that for me. Yeah. Mm. But I was, then I had to remind myself, I never asked for it. I never mm. vocalized that. Yeah. These that was are, your expectation. That was my expectation mm. in this. And that is what I needed. So I was like, from a career perspective, I'm nowhere near where I am. I'm, I'm grateful that I've grown. Yeah. But I also thought I'd be CEO. <laughs> like literally, it's those it's those CEOs that we used to read about, about the the magazines, those thirty-year-old like, CEOs. No, like I Joe Basitana had dumpstery houses, expensive cars, traveling the world. You know, so like I think it's you so, know, like, like, our dreams came from somewhere. Yes. Like then you had your Oputi. Like I used to worship the ground that woman walked mm. on. Like I'd met her before, and then like I, I completely froze. I couldn't even utter a sentence. I was so I, know, I was, saying, I was yeah. so uncool. Like, I was, like <laughs> at the moment, I was so uncool. I was, I was like, like yeah. so uncool. Yeah. I was like, the moment, I was, okay, this is going to be my love. But also, I've realized that dreams change. So, mm. what I'm hoping for the next decade mm. is going into forty. I oh want to be. I wow, we're old. <laughs> going into forty, I want happiness, and this time the children think is a big thing for me. Same, yeah. The, the children thing, the husband and dad's is shame between because you know, they're, they're, diff, they're, they're a category, those ones. Those <laughs> ones they're a category. <laughs> <laughs> a category. Those ones are, like, you know, when Manango is like, on, on think she's like, you know, men are, like, she's like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. she's hilarious. Yeah. No, I found it so re- relatable when she said, I don't know. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. No, those ones I don't know, but kids (laughs) in the future, I've dropped down my number from... Like how many kids? I used to want four. Okay. Now I think, because I now appreciate how much motherhood is and how much children require, I've dropped it down to two. And Mm. how many would you advise? It's a personal choice. No one can tell you. Some will say one. you have more. I'm done at two. Because okay. <laughs> that's what I, I, I usually hear. Once people have two kids, they're like, don't bother anymore. Don't go beyond two. But some there people, are some yeah. that have more, but most of the people I'm yeah. around that work, yeah. have careers, are ambitious. Yeah. They, like, no, because no, it depends who you are. Actually, or they say one even. Because yeah. others feed off being mothers. Yeah. So that's why they'll want more. They they just the enjoy. Time, if you're wanting a career, if yeah. you the thing is that I, that's it's also that what balance. I get. Mm. That's also the thing. If I was like, I don't believe in such a thing as complete balance, but I mm. do think because kids are such a big priority. Mm. I think more than two. I also mind more how than two. two, and you still want to excel in your career, and you still want to be present parent. Mm. It's 
now this Mm -hmm. episode has actually gone a lot better than I thought (laughs) (laughs) you know I love the discussion we touched on a bit of everything but it was literally a review and our self review which is what I wanted I wanted us to review this year ourselves what are we working for Mm. and okay to wrap it up what is the goal for 2020 Google I'm gonna start with you (laughs) (laughs) how do I put it in words um I think it's that balance. So it's health and lifestyle. I think I've been very focused on work this year. And anytime outside of work is about everyone else. So mm-hmm. it's just me personally taking care of myself, getting back to that size I want to be and feeling great about myself. And then also, like I said, working towards that next step in my career. And then planning more trips for the family. I think Daga probably, if you ever come to her sessions, we'll touch on it more, how they're deliberate about their traveling. It's not like they make more money than everyone else. But if you're deliberate about what you want to do, how you want to balance things out, then you make it happen. So I'm about being deliberate and making things happen Mm. and pausing a lot more. Yeah. Me, um, so career-wise, career and studies, obviously in my second year now, um, it's a tricky one to say out loud, but I should. I want to comb my MBA. Yes, girl. (laughs) Yes. I just need to be clear about what I expect from myself because it's a lot of work to do that. Um, And it's not easy because there's a a bell curve Mm. system. Not everyone can get a, a... can come and they literally mm. like will downgrade your marks because of that. So I need to work extra hard. Um, and then I also want to start networking deliberately from a career perspective because after my MBA, I want to do the director's certification. I want to start looking into how do you get onto boards um, from the following year after my MBA. Um, and then inspired by love, of course, it's more about everyone else, um, them reaching their goals. So I want to make sure that we provide the inspiration, um, the motivation and the tools for people to be able to um, reach, firstly, dream big and through the inspiration and then have the tools to help them achieve their goals by breaking it down into smaller tasks. Um, on a personal level, you know, like learning how to deal with all of the anxiety and the mental mental stuff um yeah so i've been exposed now i feel like i've been exposed now i need to now i need to figure out how do i actually um handle myself in that sense um and then i also want to in the next couple of years i also want to have children Um, i want to secure the family let me put it that way the bags (laughs) are being secured i also want to secure family Mm. um so i want to have children i do still want to get married um and then lifestyle, I need to lose weight. So I've picked on a couple of kgs from school. I haven't been exercising as much. So I just want to um, be a bit more conscious of how I'm eating and get back to a regular training schedule. Um, yeah. And just look my best. Like always look your best, show up your best. And that's one thing we've learned from Mapule, like show up, no matter how you're feeling, show up your best. And it actually does influence um, how your day goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, People, I think people don't understand how important looks are and how they can, how they influence your own psyche and the psyche of other people. Because we are, it's a, it's cognitive as well. It's a cognitive science. So you use your looks to also advance your career or advance anything you want to advance. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think I'll do an episode next year on how to get a board because I am I just got my first board seat this year. So it only hits me every now and then when someone mentions it. Oh, I'm my like, God. I'm like, oh, yeah. That's no. fantastic. Yeah. I don't think you need the director's certification to do it personally because to get on boards is yeah. the same. You're invited. It's a... It's through networking. So through it's, it's, exactly, yeah. it's actually through networking. Yeah. I feel I need to because But some do require certification. certification. Yeah. So yeah, because I'm also planning on doing the same certification next year. I just need to find wow. time. Yeah. yeah. So my 2020 vision is to 
grow, obviously, the podcast, um, grow my blog. I want my kids, my pivot kids cohort to achieve their goals. That's very, very important to me that they achieve their goals, that they're happy, that we are giving them the tools to make the right career decisions early. Because I feel that I'm only, I wish I'd made some of the decisions earlier. Yeah. The realizations earlier that this is what you need to do if you want to follow this direction and be more strategic. Definitely. Yeah. So that's also, so so those are my external, external goals. For myself, personally, I want to be in a better space, wise, spiritually, mentally, um, manage mm. my anxiety better and also just manage my finances better. I also, too, oh, want to yeah. live your best life. <laughs> I, too, want to live my best life. No, I love it. And I actually do want to travel. I haven't traveled in such a long time. I, I'm yeah. having travel FOMO. Like, yeah. I was like, my passport is looking at me sideways. It's like, <laughs> girl, why don't you visit me no more? Yeah. So, like, I want to definitely travel more and just be, like, overall, just be a happier version of myself and yeah just be yeah there's a lot of things that are in the works for 2020 I think I have a feeling that 2020 is just going to blow up it's going to be epic awesome uh, <laughs> I'm like, like it's going I to be a, so like, like it's going to blow up like I honestly feel that the world is not ready yes like they're not <laughs> like and I'm just determined to literally be my absolute best because I yeah. think for the longest time I was sleeping on myself. Mm. Yeah, I think we all oh, yeah. like yeah. sleeping myself. Like, if you asked me two years ago, I would never have thought to start my own podcast mm. and even talk about this. I've, mm. I now, I've done the labor, and it's possible, hey? Yeah, because yeah. hey, as to me, it's still all by see, um, uh, who's that other lady I posted today? Carol Bauer. Yes. 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 They, I still look up to them, even though, I mean, coming to Joburg, I hope they'll never hear this, but you hear stories that aren't as positive, you mm. know, as your naive self would yes, have thought yes. they're just perfect. Mm. And so, but I still look up to them. And have you seen how they look in their mid-40s? How they are living their best lives Carol, still. I'm just like, Carol no, guys, it's, like, possible. Ca- yeah, Carol it's possible. Carol is a rich auntie. She is the real rich auntie. Okay. She is the real one. The rest of us are just playing with the title on Instagram. She is the, Ooh, she's you, the, the real, real. She's the don. The, the, she's the don. Like, you know, when, like, someone says she says she looks like money. Like, you can, she does. Yes, she, like, she exudes. She does. Money. If aging gracefully was a person, <laughs> looking like money was a person, everyone, it's all goals. You know? She's she all the goals. Like, she's like, actually, uh, one of my friends, Umbali, saw her and they took pictures together and she was like, Umbali, like, she says, I had a fan girl moment. Like, <laughs> with this year Dr. Precious Moloi Motepe I lose my mind I couldn't speak I don't know what I would have done I couldn't speak I'm just pressing on when is she a mentor when is she and it wasn't the first time I'd met her but I think it was the first time I'd met her with that thing in my mind was I want to be mentored by this lady like when I first met her it was years ago and I wasn't thinking about being mentored you know now I'm just like shit this woman is she's Everything. She's everything, Jay. I Imagine get, being taught by her how to be the like, best version of yourself like she is. And like, and like, but people estimate how sharp she is. Oh, no, they do. Mm. But I'm just a whole doctor. I don't understand why. No, because like, if you hear her speak, she's quite speak strategic. Mm. I'm like, because that's exactly she's what I, amazing. I When I heard her speak for the first time live at a function, I was like, you're a lot sharper than people. She can is be. super intelligent. She can run any of these corporates and run them well. Yeah, but people, you know, you know, patriarchy. They yeah. they, they only yeah. see her husband. They, they only see yeah. her husband yeah. and thinking, who is the one in Lini listening to all these ideas about? <laughs> She's probably group. pumping them. Who was <laughs> <laughs> like, who was listening? Like, exactly. like people don't understand how important it is to find a partner especially think about it he was a partner at a big follow from with yeah. no mining experience whatsoever mm. so you're you're you you come home you've got kids and you're like 
babe, I'm willing to risk our financial future for. Yeah, she's like, like, sure, it's fine. Because I'm a doctor. Like, like, actually, if you actually think of that conversation, if you actually think about the conversation, no mining experience, no technical experience. And look at him. Yes, these and this was when they were making. He was already like they were already making good money. I'm like, you're married mm-hmm. to a doctor, you're a partner at a law firm. Yeah, you were one of the first black partners. Like, so they were making instances. I'm gonna risk it all mm-hmm. to try this thing because you know everyone. Yeah. Was, you know, because some of the guys, and that's the thing, because I work in this area. Some of the guys who started, you know, when all these mining deals were happening, they're not broke. Oh, mm-hmm. mm, they are like some made poor decisions. Sure, like people don't seem to appreciate even. There's no risk-free business. Yeah. No, there isn't. There isn't. But going back to her, I know Carol Bauer, like when you see them, you're just like, no, this thing is possible, man. Yeah. They're only human like we are. Yeah. yeah so we can is. be yeah. the best version of ourselves as well yeah. and live the lives that we dream of. Mm. I think if you listen to the sessions we've had with Makbule, mm. it makes them so relatable when yeah. you have sessions with them because you actually see they go through the most. It's not like yeah. it's just fabulous. It's just mm. I deliver. I'm just there mm. 100% every day. It's an effort. It's deliberate. It is. It's a deliberate, yeah. 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 And they yeah, also need sure. the help and they pray and they do this and yeah. that, you know. They mm. also do things that help them stay together mm. so and we need to learn those things because we that's when we sort of give up sometimes yeah. you know mm. but they Contain. they found the ways to continue you know let's wrap it up I think we should do this again <laughs> I should have you over again I enjoyed having you it was amazing I think anyone listening will actually keep asking what's the topic again yeah. <laughs> True, true. We are reflecting on 2019. Yeah, what what I got out of it is it 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 was therapeutic. So it was a reflection of 2019. Where am I going for 2020? Cool. It was good. So what I took away was we're living our best lives in 2020. Yes. 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 (laughs)